For over 100 years, the Grand Rapids Chamber has been a force for good. Our methods may have changed, but we are still creating a thriving and prosperous West Michigan for all. Para todos. For all. This is the Back to Business Podcast with your Grand Rapids Chamber. Welcome to the Back to Business Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Smithy. The Grand Rapids Chamber's 134th annual meeting is less than a month away. This year, we're partnering with the Seedman College of Business at Grand Valley State University to present the state of Grand Rapids business. Find out more at grandrapids.org. Let's get into the show. Today, we have two very special guests with us. I'm really excited to welcome Stefan Van Heulen and Parker Bulliman to our show today. They both work at Madrid, which is part of uh, AHC Hospitality. Really excited to have you guys on the show. Thanks for coming out. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So for, no, for people who have never been to Madrid, tell us a little about it. Give, it, give us the background. Well, we've, uh, you know, we opened this year uh, in February, so in the middle of uh, you know, what we've all know has been going on. Um, we were lucky enough to get a really great staff, um, and you know, the redesign that, we, that Gensler put together uh, really added kind of a crown jewel onto the Amway Grand Plaza. Uh, it's, you know, you, when you step in there, you feel like you know, you're in a big city, but you, you, know, you feel like you're really in an exclusive place. And you know the decor, and then coupled with the cuisine that Chef Stefan has has um, cultivated, and then the service staff that we you know we've been able to retain, we've got a you know a really great thing going on up there. And uh, you know we've been we, we book out pretty far in advance, and so if you want a reservation, make sure you're looking yeah. looking out there. <laughs> make sure you're always looking looking ahead. So Stefan, you're the chef de cuisine. Um, tell me a little bit, what kind of cuisine are you guys serving? So we really are aiming towards modern Spanish cuisine. So that really we're trying to do is we're trying to honor a lot of tra- traditional Spanish stuff, but at the same time, put a modern spin on it, make stuff a little bit more elevated. Um, we're definitely trying to raise the bar for the city a little bit when it comes to when it comes to modern food. Um, for us, we've got anything from tapas, from croquetas to paella to Iberian pork. We kind of just run the gamut as far as high-end Spanish ingredients and traditional tapas. Awesome. And so you guys said you opened up, you know, basically during the pandemic, during the heat of the pandemic. Where does an idea for that come? You know, hey, you know, a lot of restaurants are closing right now. Let's open up a restaurant and let's open up a really good one with some of the finest cuisine in Grand Rapids. How did that idea come together? Well, we were kind of already gearing up to open in 2020. Mm -hmm. So we actually ended up getting pushed back quite a bit. So we were in full remodel in 2019 ready to open up spring slash summer of 2020 and then COVID hit and halted all construction for us halted all of kind of our plans and we kind of just had to put everything on the back burner and then once we got to the point of kind of construction being back open we were like we if we want to make money we got to do this now let's go for it yeah Yeah. Awesome. And so during that initial opening, what was kind of the reception towards that? I mean, like I said, we were still kind of in the pandemic then. Did you guys, you know, was it like, oh, I'm a little nervous or was it a great success off the start? Really, it was a great success. So we really are thankful to the community for coming out and really been being supportive. And the way the restaurant was set up, we, you know, it's almost 
was already set up to be social distanced. Um, so we, we, you know, and we followed all the sanitation guidelines. So we were making people feel comfortable when they were coming in because uh, we knew of what was going on, obviously. And, you know, the reception was really good. And we've been, we've been rocking since day one. I mean, we initially opened in November of 2020 for like a weekend, basically, um, and then had to shut down because of the orders. And then we reopened February 2nd, 2021, and have been just rock and rolling ever since. Yeah, I think the community was really, at that point, they were really eager for something, especially for something new and something fresh. So we got a lot of positive yeah. positive feedback right away. Yeah. Awesome. And I know you guys were on a list recently, I believe, uh, Best New Restaurants. Um, tell me about that process, how you got in the running for that. Tell me what that whole process looked like. I, I believe we were nominated. So I'm not sure exactly the background on, of the process. But. Yeah, USA Today has a bunch of travel experts that kind of really they're searching online and they're really looking for restaurants that are opening that year, have a lot of buzz, ending up getting good reviews and are pretty much booked out solid. So, and then they, once they kind of have that, then they kind of put their feelers out there and check social media and they're really, I don't think they did much traveling this year, right. but um, so that's kind of how we got roped into that. And then, you know, for was USA Today's Reader's Choice Top 10 Award. Um, so we're pretty, we were pretty excited to be on that list with some of the biggest cities in this country, whether it's San Francisco, New York, Boston. We were, you know, just little Grand Rapids, Michigan mm -hmm. here and, you know, really competing. So. Yeah, I mean, I have the list right here, and, you know, first place went to a uh, restaurant in San Francisco, like you said, but also, you know, there's uh, second, or I'm sorry, third place is New York City, fourth place is Memphis, fifth place is Chicago. You guys obviously took second, but a lot of really big cities on there. What, how does that make you guys feel that, you know, hey, we were able to take this, you know, mid-sized city of Grand Rapids and really compete at a level of a New York, a San Francisco. How does that make you guys feel? How'd that make your team feel? I mean, it's an honor, really, and I think it's a testament to all the hard work that we all put in, you know. Uh, the staff, you know, we really pushed, you know, pushed to do this, and, it, you know, stuff like this doesn't happen by accident, you know. Chef Van Hulen does an amazing job with the food and the service staff. They do a great job at making people feel welcome and making it really feel like an experience when you come up there. You know, you've got this beautiful view, amazing cuisine, and then exceptional service. It's really something that we've, you know, we really take a lot of pride in and we want, you know, I'm proud, I'm from Grand Rapids. I'm very proud of this city. So to be even on a list like that really, you know, it, it's, it's an honor. Yeah. And, you know, I went and I asked some people on our staff who had been to Madrid, you know, Hey, what are you guys thinking? I'm going to be sitting down with, you know, uh, two of their staff members. And, um, I want to read you some of their comments, see what you think. Um, I absolutely loved the drink I tried. Our server provided some of the best service I've ever experienced. It's one of the most romantic places in downtown Grand Rapids. And then, um, just lots of other really positive views. I love this place. The food is amazing. I'll definitely be back. How does that make you guys feel to hear? Obviously, you know, we were talking about the reception you guys at a national level, but how does it feel to see that kind of local response to this? I mean, really, you know, those are our goals. No matter what 
our goal as being a restaurant inside of a hotel isn't to just feed people's bellies. Like Parker said, we're trying to craft experiences for people. We want to make memories for people. Right now, we're aiming for every single guest that comes in there to feel super special and that they're going to have a memorable, memorable night and not really forget their evening. No matter what our thought process for this restaurant and kind of brainchild is, if you pick this restaurant up and dropped it into Chicago, dropped it into New York, we'd be able to compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love this. You know, that's one thing at the chamber we've been talking a lot about lately is just that idea of competing on the level of these really big cities, even though we're in a smaller city close to home. So I want to talk, you know, we're in 2022 now. It's January. What does the year ahead look like for you guys? What are some of the challenges? What are you guys looking forward to? You know, I think a lot of it is just, you know, keeping that buzz going. You know, the new restaurants will continue to open up throughout the year. We, you know, we want to do our best to keep things fresh. You know, we we keep drinks rotating so that there's you're always going to come in and get a new, have new options on there. Chef Stefan does an amazing job with rotating menu items, so you're always going to find something new. Um, and just it's really about keeping it fresh but also keeping things consistent so if you came in you know last year and you had a great time we want you to come in uh, again this year and have an, you know the, the same great time if not a better time because we're always trying to perfect our craft yeah that's awesome and how does that, you know, you guys obviously have, I would assume, a fairly large staff. How does that, you know, work to, you know, you have this recognition. How does you guys got to keep their, you know, engagement up, keep them excited? You know, how do you, how do you guys do that? How do you guys manage a staff um, and keep them excited about the work that they do? You know, really, I think our staff is the reason we have success. You know, without our staff and their talents, we wouldn't be able to do what we want. We wouldn't be able to execute the vision that we have for the space. Um, but at the same time, for our staff, like they're self-motivated. They're professionals. We've made a, We've really crafted this from people that we've worked with in the past or people that we've met recently that are professionals and they want to have those expectations for themselves. So if someone's doesn't have those expectations. Most of the time they don't end up joining our staff. Um, but so we're excited. We're excited about the team we've built and we're hoping that a lot of them either stay with us or stay in our company and have bright futures. I love that, you know, you talk about your staff as professionals. I think a lot of people in the restaurant industry, you know, you, they don't hear that a lot. They don't hear I'm a professional, but you guys, I just, I love how you talk about your staff. You talk so highly of your staff and I'm sure that's part of your guys's um, success, like you said, you know, staff is, they make the experience, you know, you want an experience that they can remember. So I want to go back to, you know, being in the community, uh, when you guys were in the running for this and, uh, you were, had the voting was open, there were a lot of different community organizations that were, you know, sharing this out. I think the city of Grand Rapids shared it out, different news outlets, things like that. How'd that make you guys feel just to see like, you know, all of these other organizations, you know, they, they have our back, they're looking out for us. How does that make someone, how does that make you guys feel? I mean, it's amazing. It's just like, it's another thing that just shows that Grand Rapids, you know, is that small, has that small city feel where people will get behind you to help support you. Because I think our success, you know, is the city's success. 
you know, and we like to support other restaurants. You know, we've done uh, we've done a few things with other restaurants, you know, just to kind of get our name out there, but also bring attention to them as well. Because the more business we bring to the city, the more we all, the better off we all are. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I'm going to ask you guys each this question. What is your favorite thing on the menu at Madrid? Stefan, it's, it's your menu. Uh, for me, you know, for me really personally, um, it wouldn't be on the menu if I didn't like it. Yeah. So, um, but I always love, I always love what's new. You know, for me, it's always about creating and it's about bringing something fresh. So for me, you know, we definitely have a lot of staples that I think are absolutely delicious. We have a Vieira's entree. Those are big, big, giant U10 scallops that seem to be one of our top sellers. Um, we have a grilled Spanish octopus dish, which I think is absolutely to die for. I think octopus? I think really? it's the okay. only octopus dish you're going to get in the city that's really to this level. And then also... A new addition to our menu um, this past winter, we're doing a roasted bone marrow and beef tartare dish that we're serving in a hollowed out bone marrow bone that I think is really next level. It's something I could probably eat every day. Awesome. Parker, what about you? I mean, Chef Stefan's right. Everything on the menu is amazing. But if you pressed me and I had to pick a few things, you know, when I was in Spain, one of my favorite dishes was the tortilla de espanol which Chef Stefan has done his own version of that, which is Tortilla de Madrid. I love that dish. So if I'm going for a tapa, that's what I'm going for. Although the octopus is a staple, and it's, you know, it it comes out, and all of Chef Stefan's plates come out looking like a work of art. So, you know, it's all those little fine details that are put into the dish that really add to the experience. Um, the scallops are my favorite or the vieras are my favorite dish when you go for um the the entrees and then we've got uh, we've got two amazing well we've got three desserts but two of them are just spectacular to look at we've got the el limon which is my favorite of the three desserts and uh so that's kind of where we go with that and then on the other end with cocktails in our wine list, you know, our cocktails have been designed by our bartenders. Jeremy Williams has done a great job along with uh, Mitch and uh, Justin. And then we've got Ryan Schmid, who's done our wine list and done a great job of really bringing a lot of new Spanish wines um, to the area that I don't think you'll find at a lot of places. So you really get an amazing, unique experience when you come up to Madrid from food to drinks to service to the view. You, you can't yeah. beat the view. So. Yeah, the view you can't beat. And then, you know, I'm looking at, you know, some pictures. And, you know, you had mentioned that you had a unique layout. You're kind of separated. And kind of walk me through that, you know, kind of more separated. It looks like there's some stairs here. What goes, how'd you guys decide on that kind of like layout? I mean, really, we're looking for something we were looking for something unique in the space. And how do we maximize every single seat in that restaurant to have a great view? Because previously the space was, you only wanted to sit by the windows. So the goal and the design, no matter what, was that every single seat, to the best of our ability, had a great view. That's awesome. Great. Parker, Stefan, I want to thank you guys for coming out and congratulations on being on making the finalists, making number two for best new restaurant in the entire United States. Great to have you guys. 
Thanks, Connor. Thanks for having us.